Are you trying to connect with your path in life? Do you have a hard time trusting your gut? Do you wonder why you keep attracting the same type of relationship energy? Do you wonder what intuition is and how it works? Get ready for the Elise Intuition Radio Show, hosted by Dr. Elise Holland. This globally syndicated radio show is empowering you to transform your life by connecting with your higher self through intuition, meditation, and mindfulness in all areas of your life. Coming to you live on Blog Talk Radio, this hit show is tailor-made to help you realize your full potential through body, mind, and spirit. Dr. Elise brings her knowledge, experience, and sense of humor to each show while introducing you to guests from all over the world who are experts in the fields of spirituality, energy healing, holistic wellness, alternative medicine, and nutrition. Call in with your questions or share some of your own experiences in connection with your intuition and emotional healing. The Elise Intuition Radio Show starts now. Here's your host, Dr. Elise. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Elise Intuition Radio Show. I'm your host, Dr. Elise, and today we have a special guest here on the radio show with us by the name of Carby Midland. Carby Midland has been on the Mystics Path for over 40 years, meeting challenges, always questioning, leading the examined life. This road has illuminated an essential cosmic truth. God gives all of us what we need for a life filled with miracles and joy. And as long as our hearts are open, whole, and aligned with our source energy, Anything is possible, and it never hurts to bring laughter on the path with you. (laughs) If she can share that blessing with you, she feels she's doing things right. Carby is a psychic channel and medium reading since 1973. She travels coast to coast and into Canada as a full-time intuitive counselor appeared frequently on radio and television, and is an inspirational teacher and facilitator. She is a featured channel in Robert Schwartz, Breakthrough Series, Your Soul's Plan, and Your Soul's Gift, and is herself the author of Clean Out Your Life Closet and the just released The Psychic Yellow Brick Road. Carby's Certifications and affiliations include being a certified professional tarot reader through the Tarot or Tarot Certification Board of America, a member of the American Tarot Association, and an ordained minister of the Sanctuary of the Beloved. Her specific skills include Tarot and Oracle Divination Deck Reading, Spiritual Intuitive Counseling, Past Life Retrieval and Analysis, mediumship, and spirit guide conferences, including speaking with one's soul or higher self. On that note, let's welcome Miss Carby Mitlid to the Elise Intuition Radio Show. <laughs> Reverend Carby, welcome. It's good to be here. I had to adjust to your energy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it. I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's, 
very high vibrating. <laughs> well, look, I'm I'm a New Yorker girlfriend, and you know we are always ready to go and rock and roll. So, yep, this is me normally. <laughs> Yeah, but that's the thing. I'm this Southern Belle, so I'm like having to catch up to this beautiful energy. (laughs) (laughs) So each time on the show, we always ask our guests, at what point did your intuition kick in? And and during this time in your life, what did it tell you? Well, um, it did start when I was younger, but I don't come from a family that does this kind of thing. Everybody else in my family were doctors and nurses, but I was the actress and I was the writer, and they didn't know what to do with me anyway. So nobody told me I couldn't use the intuition. I knew there was, if you will, magic in the world. There were things mm-hmm. that I could find that other people couldn't see, and I wanted to do that. So whenever I would get um, a hit on something or something that I wasn't sure about that I didn't think anyone knew, I would write it down in my journal. And as I grew older, it taught me I truly can trust it as a tap on the shoulder from upstairs saying, excuse me, we'd like you to look over here, please. (laughs) Wow, um, that's phenomenal. It's something everybody has. I want to, I'm, I'm telling you, the thing I tell everybody is I'm not special. You can do what I do. Everybody's got intuition. Mhm. Mhm. So, you know, I when I saw your name and I saw what type of work you did to serve humanity, I was super excited because sometimes when people hear the word psychic or intuitive, they get paranoid. Nah. In your own <laughs> words, you know, what what can you let them know about uh, psychic? I don't even know how to explain it because I'm not psychic. I'm an intuitive, and there's a difference. Well, I actually use both terms, okay, uh, because okay. a lot of people are scared of psychic medium. But if you say intuitive counselor, oh, they're cool with that. So the mm-hmm. thing that I would tell people is – I started reading tarot when I was 18. I'm 65 now. Mm -hmm. And I loved the Mm -hmm. stories and the allegory that would come out of that, but I made a point of keeping my ego out of it so I would be a clear pipeline for the message. Then all of a sudden Mm -hmm. I could do hands-on healing and talk to dead people with no training. But Mm -hmm. that is when spirit handed me my draft notice and said, hello, you're working for us. People need to know Mm -hmm. there are other answers out there. They need to be less frightened. And Mm -hmm. so what I do is not for my own glory, but helping people. I'm just the megaphone that God speaks through. That's it. Um, I love it. Psychic psychic basically just means we're getting stuff from a sixth sense. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and and it's it's like any muscle that you use. If you only go to the gym one one week uh, a year, you're not going to get anything. You're going three to four days a week. Man, you can pump that 50-pound barbell like it's nothing. So I read about 1,200 people a year, and I've been full-time basically since 9-11. So when you do it that often, you get out of the way. Just your your ego is on the shelf reading a magazine, and you are just telling people what you're getting from spirit and their own angels and guides. And as long as you remember Mm -hmm. you're just the tool, it ain't you then you're usually going to give 
truer information in a more compassionate frame. Wow. So why don't all psychics read the same way? Is it because of their ego? It's also talents. I mean, my brother is a fabulous pediatric pulmonologist. But if you go to him and mm-hmm. say, I have this rash on my butt, that's not what he does. You need to go to a dermatologist. Um, to me, spirit looks at what we can do normally and uses that. Mm-hmm. For instance, I, I am a storyteller and a writer, so and I love color and pictures. So for me, tarot and oracle cards are an easy tool. I'm also... Mm-hmm. An, an amateur historian. So that's mm-hmm. one of the ways that past lives come to me easily. Someone else might mm-hmm. say, well, I'm getting you in a big hat and in a long skirt. It's old-fashioned. Because of my background, Spirit knows, I can say, that's a hobble skirt, that kind of picture hat with that kind of ostrich feather. I think we're talking 1911 or 1912. Which one's going mm-hmm. to be most useful? So Spirit uses what we've got on board. That's why we don't all do it the same ah. Wow, that's powerful to to know. Um, So let's just say that someone is looking to have more information about themselves or how to navigate a situation. How do they go about choosing a good psychic? Uh, I've written an entire book on that one. Um, That's called The Psychic Yellow Brick Road, and my idea is good psychic guidance is an art. Don't settle for a forgery. When you are looking mm-hmm. for a good intuitive, the first thing you need, mm-hmm. need to do is do your homework. Um, if they've mm-hmm. got a website, check it out. How long have they been doing mm-hmm. it? Do they have any certifications? Do they make it sound like their aura don't stink or are they real? Do they have testimonials mm-hmm. on there? Read them. See, are they kind? Mm-hmm. Are they funny? Do they have specialties? Would people go back to them? And mm-hmm. the last thing is trust, you know, go to your heart. Trust there. Your guides will guide you. Mm -hmm. If the psychic feels like Mm -hmm. they don't have a brain in their head, they really don't care about what they're doing or they're not going to give you good information, don't go there no matter how cool the wiki looks on the website. You'll have the right one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when you're looking at those testimonials, reviews, what if you see, like, you know, maybe a, a boatload of bad reviews, but there's also a lot of good reviews? How do you navigate that? Well, you can take a look and see what people are complaining about. Um, if they say things like, well, she said that I had to buy a blessed candle and pay $600, blah, 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 that's a big red, red light. If somebody said, mm-hmm. well, she didn't tell me what I wanted to know and she was mean to me, it, no, don't, don't do that. Um, also, it's kind of important that you find at least a couple of Neutral to negative reviews in there. Otherwise, if they're all wonderful, how do you know they weren't placed there? Um, I've got 50-some reviews on Google uh, because, Mm -hmm. you know, people will write if they feel like it. And one or two of them are stamping their widow footies, and they're terribly upset because um, I wouldn't do it the way they wanted, which was just to tell them um, everything that was inappropriate, and they were going to get the guy they wanted that they weren't. And, okay, fine, live and be well. But if you read the positive testimonials, they're in details. What I did, how I did it, why I did it, why they were comfortable. Those are the reviews you can trust. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing that because I know sometimes, you know, as an intuitive, 
people don't, they want to hear the truth, but they may not be ready for the truth in that moment. And out of emotion mm-hmm. may just leave something crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm, exactly. But, you know, that's why I generally don't answer yes or no questions. If you said, is mm-hmm. my new business going to be a success? What if I looked at you and said, no, you're going to lose everything and live in a box under a bridge. Where do you go? A better question mm-hmm. is always the empowering one. How do I make my business rock and roll? Now, in something like mm-hmm. that, I've got a deep dish tower spread that talks about you, your energy, the energy around the business, the brick-and-mortar location, how to market it, clients, competition, staff, finances, what you need to know, and best possible outcome. It gives mm-hmm. you all of the energies that I see so that you know how to pick and choose and do the best you can with it. Because remember, even the best of us, maybe at best we're 85% accurate. The only one 100% mm-hmm. accurate is God, and he is not doing one-on-one readings these days. <laughs> He got too much to do, yeah. <laughs> yes, he does. So, you know, on that note, can you change your own future if a psychic tells you something you don't want to have happen? Um, it's very possible. There's, it, But actually what it is, it's, it's your response. Okay? Mm-hmm. But it's one of the reasons why I tell people we're not perfect. Um if we tell you, I don't see this relationship going somewhere, then you can keep trying, yes. Maybe you're going to be able to tweak it because, remember, people change. You know, one of the questions a lot of people ask me is, you know, if uh, how can you have free will and preordained at the same time? And the way I explain it is like you're going to college, mm-hmm. okay? So mm-hmm. let's see, what, what state are you in? Right now, California. Fine. Let's say you're going to Berkeley. You're going to Berkeley up uh, up North California, and you are a physics major. Okay. You could take mm-hmm. gut courses, or you could take double major plus lab. Either way, you're going to graduate with a degree, and that's how mm-hmm. life is. The degree is what we have chosen to learn in this lifetime. Free will is: do we want to make it easy on ourselves, or do we want to do all the stupid stuff before we get there? Wow, I never thought about it like that. Thank you so much for uh, giving us an analogy that makes sense. It's a common question. So, you know, something that kind of have me intrigued, and I know that our viewers and our readers are also, um, and listeners are also wondering the same thing. Um, As an intuitive, I don't read anything like death or, or, you know, things of that nature. But can psychics Mm -hmm. really predict someone's death? They can, and I think it's one of the most unprofessional, um, immoral things to do. And I'll tell you why. Please. We don't have just one place in our life where we could cross over. We come down here with four or five possibilities. Maybe, you know, we die of a fever at four, we're hit by a car at 26, we're in a mugging at 40, and then we have lung cancer at 68, and that's when we go. When Mm -hmm. someone puts in your mind when you're going to die, you start Mm -hmm. obsessing about that. Remember, what we think about is what we bring in. Um, Right. Perfect example. In 2002, I was driving down a back road in upstate New York, hit a patch of black ice, took down a tree, a telephone pole, flipped my car. There were electrical wires all over it, and I wasn't wearing a seatbelt. Now, if someone had ever said, you're going to die in a car accident, I probably would have died of fright. But I, for some reason, I felt it was like an e-ticket at Disney. I was at 
at mm-hmm. no point afraid, walked out with just a couple of tiny bruises. Was my angel driving? Oh, yeah. But nobody mm-hmm. put in my mind, that's when I was going to die. So right. when you are going to cross over is between you and God and nobody else. I love it. I love the way you put that because, oh, my gosh, just even thinking about someone, you know, sharing that information with someone, that's traumatizing. <laughs> yeah, and who died and made you God is the old, old saying goes, no. So just don't even yeah. do that. I have an agreement with my guides that I will not see when someone dies. The most that I will do is if someone's parent is in the hospital and it's pretty serious, I'll get a little nudge and spirit will have me tell them, just remember, every time you go in, before you leave, make sure everything is said and you tell them that you love them so that if they pass after you, you know, before you come back the next time, you haven't lost an opportunity. And that's enough. Right. Okay. Okay. So I know we've kind of talked about death and things like that, but do we really plan all these horrible things we do to ourselves like disease cancer, bad relationships, or these horrible things because we've been bad people before? What's, what, what is this? Mm-mm. For one thing, part of the problem is karma is not carrot and stick, bad and good. Karma is actually mm-hmm. five ways of learning. Unbalanced energy, which is a neutral. Service, healing, contrast. You want to learn about abundance, you have to have a rich life and a poor life. Or healing of beliefs. The bad and good is because we don't understand what's behind it. For instance, I have done the cancer dance three times. Was it because I was terrible? No. It was because I chose to come down here really trying to understand that you are worth more than your body. I came down here with a Dolly Parton figure. And Mm -hmm. that's how I identified myself for way too many years, which was really not healthy for me, wasn't healthy for my relationships. Um, mm-hmm. I got cancer twice, which was beaten. The third time, it was a second primary, which turns the clock back to zero. But my guides were basically saying, look, uh, we gave you a couple of shots. You've got to get out of this head trip of yours. We have lots of work for you to do down here. So we're going to remove the problem. So mm-hmm. double mastectomy, ovaries out, and I went from this Dolly Parton figure to a fire plug at age 49. But here I am at wow. 65. I still like myself. My husband proved that he was an absolute hero about it. We'd only been married a couple of years, and now we're at 20. Um, Wow. It enables me to teach through it. What I explained to people was, you know, they told me, all right, three strikes are out. We're taking him in three weeks. This is all the horrible stuff we're going to do to you. Have a nice day. Well, I went home, and, of course, I cried for 24 hours. Who was I going to be? But then I learned some very important lessons from a place called the Option Institute in Massachusetts. If you find reasons to be okay with it, you can change how you react. You can change your immune system. You can change how it falls out. So I said, all right, I have to find three reasons to be okay with this. Don't care how stupid they are. Number one, you don't have them. You can't get cancer there. That's good. Number two, they're not going to get slammed in the refrigerator door at the doctor's every year, and every woman listening knows exactly what I'm talking about with that. Implants, mm-hmm. I'll be perky till I'm 93. I can handle this. Were they <laughs> silly reasons? Yes, but they got me to laugh. They got me to see the possibilities in it. And I'll be honest with you, first time I put on one of those strappy little sundresses that you can't wear with a bra and saw mm-hmm. I was beautiful in it, oh, my God, that mm-hmm. was a gift, and I cried. 
there are always things wow. that can be found as a positive, even right now with what I'm calling the big bug adventure instead of giving it any fear power. Right, right. Yeah, because energy is a mind system. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Good energy or bad energy um, will affect the chemicals in your body and how you heal. I was, after a double mastectomy and reconstruction, I was out of Massachusetts General Hospital in three days shopping for a bathing suit in five. They said they hadn't seen that in 15 years. Wow. That's that's amazing. <laughs> and I teach with it now. I tell people, for one thing, you'll hear, I don't say I fought cancer because what you fight fights back. And I don't say I'm a survivor because you hear that word, you think about somebody hanging on by teeth and toenails. I tell people I was a cancer dancer. I found out how graceful I could be under pressure, avoided getting my toes stepped on, and got off the dance floor. And when, and when you think of it that way, it isn't nearly as scary either. Wow, it reduces the fear. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because fear so, is, is most of the problem. Uh, yes. Talk to us about fear, because um, one of the questions that just came to mind was, like, if we choose our next incarnation of challenges and life paths, how can we also have free will, and what role does fear have into making those type of choices? Well, uh, fear is kind of like your midterm, okay? Um, mm -hmm. We don't, most of us don't remember that we are more than these little bitty bodies. We forget we're just, we have a role to play, okay? Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to think of, uh, you know, an actor that, that we all know. Um, who's your favorite actor? I have many. I can't even give you one. I can't. I, I really can't. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do um, um, the, the Doctor Who route because a lot of people know Doctor Who. Um, there's a guy named Matt Smith. He's an actor. He played the 11th Doctor who was kind of fumbling and, and clumsy but very smart and very compassionate. But then he also played Prince Philip in The Crown where he was not the best person in the world, rather conniving. But Matt Smith was Matt Smith. We don't uh, mistake Matt Smith for the doctor or Prince Philip. Our souls are like Matt Smith. The personalities, the incarnations we come down with are like the 11th doctor and Prince Philip. That's how you think about it. These are roles we're playing, and we can choose how to emote them. We, it's just like when you are an actor, you can decide how you're going to speak your lines. What's your motivation? Mm -hmm. The thing is, everything is from compassion. Our soul doesn't say, I want to really screw it up this time. Our soul says, mm -hmm. this is what I want to learn, we, because it's actually all your incarnations. So people come down, what is it like to live in poverty? What is it like to parent a handicapped child? What is it like to have an accident? What is it like to come in death? And we learn from these things and take that knowledge back to heaven because living in heaven is like a white room. There's no duality. Mm -hmm. If you were in a white room with white curtains and a white piano and, and white rug and you were wearing white, you would have no idea what purple is. It's just like the Eskimos have 200 words for snow but not one for palm tree. So our soul comes down to experience these different things in a place that it can't, to, to show what it can't learn in heaven. I see. So I know you talked a lot about 
working with past lives and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. Can you just let people know what past lives are and when did you learn you could work with past lives and how? All right. Past lives, um, in a way, it's almost a misnomer because my understanding is time is a web, not a line, but most of us can't hold that in our little brain pans. So our past lives are roles that our soul decided to play down here. We have been both male and female. We have been the sinner and the saint because all of these are experiences. You can't just take biology 101 and say, now I've learned everything in biology. You'll take lots of other courses, and the better you get, the tougher the courses get. So let's say two lives ago, I was a German pilot in World War I. He was noble, he was very good, but he was anti-Semitic. He hated Jews. Well, pretty much everybody in Europe did at that point. But, so to deal with that and learn that there is nothing wrong with that, I was born into a Jewish family this time so that I could see it from the inside. Not because I was bad, but because the soul wanted the energy to balance, to see both sides of it. See that difference? So let's just say that someone who is destined to be like a healer or a counselor, they may mm -hmm. choose parents or families that are highly dysfunctional, or they may choose work environments to where they work with dysfunctional people to learn about that experience yes. to help people. And the, Yes, and those who come in ill may do it in service. You know, there was a little kid named Matty Stepanek, 20, 30 years ago, mm -hmm. and he wrote brilliant poetry at like 12, and he was, uh, he was on Oprah and all kinds of things. He died very young because he was bad, no, but because his soul chose to come in with a very compassionate soul but compromised so that his story would be like a comet across the sky that people would remember him and his poetry would touch them so deeply because it didn't come from someone who'd lived 40 or 50 years. It came from a kid who was 10 or 11. So I see. If, and if you come in with a rare illness, maybe because you had that illness, you connect with a doctor who discovers how to cure it. All those kids that had polio and all of a sudden then comes Jonas Salk who invents the polio vaccine and stops it cold. Wow. So even if you are in pain, there is probably a reason for it. Not that you're bad, but that you're a courageous soul, that you volunteered to be part of this so that the world could change or people could learn. Wow. So that's why we're really living in our best times right now, because it just seems like we don't know what's happening. <laughs> Frankly, Mother Nature is hitting us upside the head with a clue brick and giving us a timeout. Will you quit messing up my world? But <laughs> this is your opportunity. When we're running around like chickens and we're trying to live mm -hmm. a 36-hour day in 24 hours, we don't stop to think. Now everything has made us stop. Where am I really spending my money? Do I really love the job that I'm now furloughed from or do I want to change? Wow, I haven't really sat and talked with my husband or my kids in years. Who are they now? Wow, I don't have to drive all over the place. I'm comfortable at home. What else can I do here? Yeah. Wow. 
those are powerful questions to, to ask and even answer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So personal development. It, take advantage. Yes, and take advantage. When are we ever going to have our butts planted at home the way we are now? Probably not. So use the time, <laughs> not necessarily to you know rearrange your closet or learn uh, Italian or whatever, but spend a little time with you. Ask yourself, how am I doing? What have I not been listening to for months or years? It's been a pleasure having you on the show, and we consider you as a friend of the Elise Intuition Radio Show. You know, when people reach out to us, we have somebody we can send to, you know, send to um, you to kind of help them understand their journey better. That would be wonderful, and they'd be more than welcome. So is there anything else you would like to share with us about what you're doing to help others? How can people sign up for your online programs, book your services, speaking engagements? What's going on? Okay. Well, I'm kind of hard to miss. I'm all over the place. Um, CorbyMitlide.com is my website. You can find me on Facebook at Fire Through Spirit. Um, I'm on Pinterest, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Twitter, all is Corby Mitlide. And now I am on Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. If you want, you can come and sign up and you can choose what tier you're in and it's an opportunity to get some real up-close-and-personal time with me as you support me in putting out books and videos and all the things I can do to help empower the world. Wow, that's phenomenal. You have to send us your information so that we can also uh, post it on our website and social media feeds because you have the knowledge, like just listening to you here on the interview, you have the knowledge and the way that you just break down the knowledge. We need this. Like the world needs you. Well, apparently it must, or God would have taken me out with cancer number three. But so <laughs> I'm here to work as long as you'll leave me here. Well, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure having you on the show. Be well. Be safe. Thank you. Okay. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, I will share with you some messages from the angels and the spirit. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Learn the secrets to awaken your own financial genius. Mark Jackson II has written an Amazon International bestseller, Read Me or Stay Broke. This gripping story does the impossible marvelously. This book entertains and educates the reader. The book transforms the reader with an emotional journey filled with dynamic financial discoveries. In an effort to pay his dying mother's medical bills, Josh has burned the candle at both ends for far too long. In a last-ditch effort to stay afloat, he works even harder while his boss is breathing down his neck. Exhausted and desperate, Josh comes to a simple realization. He is broke and out of options. Until one day, a mysterious woman offers him a challenge. Her company offers him the chance to learn the powerful money secrets of the rich secrets that have built fortunes for centuries but were always hidden from the public. But there's a catch. If Josh can complete the challenge, his mother's bills will be paid in full, fail, and she will die in debt. In his darkest moment, Josh agrees to the challenge. You will learn side by side with Josh 
as he is exposed to the seven mentors, savings, debt, credit, taxes, business, stocks, and real estate investing. The seven keys to wealth building. To save his mother's life, all he needs to do is listen, learn, and apply the secrets from each lesson. Will he be able to learn all the secrets in time? Can he complete the challenge in time to save his mother? This powerful story will keep you on the edge of your seat. You can get your copy on Amazon.com. Do you want to stay connected to Mark Jackson II? You can find him on Facebook under Mark Sweeney Jackson or www.facebook.com forward slash Mark Jackson 2. And read me or stay broke at www.facebook.com forward slash read me or stay broke. Mark 2 is also on Instagram under Mark's Jackson 2 and read me or stay broke. Lastly, you can find him on Twitter under at Mark Jackson 2. In today's global economy, tutoring is beginning to get the respect and recognition it deserves. Tutoring can be a rewarding field for stay-at-home moms, retired workers, and people with technical skills. Due to budget cuts, high teacher-student ratios, and the No Child Left Behind NCLB Act, it's also an area that is booming for classroom teachers. Whether they want to try tutoring in the classroom or start their own private tutoring practice, with these type of tutoring opportunities, it is crucial to have a blueprint to follow so that individuals can start out with good information and build a reputation as an educator that delivers data-driven results. In the number one source for tutors and tutor business owners, Dr. Holland Johnson's Becoming a Better Tutor, a data-driven approach to tutoring, tutor consultant, Dr. Holland delivers her field-tested advice so that you can find your tutoring niche and predict your chances for success as a tutor, market your tutoring practice to attract clients, apply the Dr. Holland Johnson's tutoring framework for effective tutoring sessions, apply the Dr. Holland Johnson's in-class tutoring method, conduct tutoring consultations and master tutoring interviews, determine the type of tutor in which you'll need to be for clients, accurately track your client's progress, acquire know-how for starting and managing your tutoring practice, and dozens of other strategies you will need to be successful in the tutoring industry. Take a data-driven approach to either tutoring in the classroom or building your tutoring practice to help your clients. By putting new strategies and proven methods in your toolkit, you'll quickly find the path that leads to becoming a better tutor. You can get your copy of Dr. Holland Johnson's Becoming a Better Tutor, a data-driven approach to tutoring on Amazon.com or submit your book order at orders at iGlobalEducation.com. What is intellectual property? It's something that you will have to protect when it comes to your learning organization. Innovation and creativity is definitely valued amongst humanity and should be protected. As a result, tutors need a blueprint to follow so that they will do exactly what needs to be done to protect their work and trade secrets for their learning organization. In the number one source for tutors and tutor business owners, Dr. Holland's Expanding Your Tutoring Business Series tutor consultant, Dr. Holland delivers her field-tested advice so that you can determine what types of intellectual property that will need to be protected, 
Create various types of work agreements for your learning organization. Develop a system to maintain records of your intellectual property. Build a business plan that will promote data-driven tutoring success. Describe the federal laws that impact your tutoring business. Implement quality assurance meetings. Create an online project management system for your content team. Implementing focus groups and market research. Disseminating your research for your learning organization. Acquire know-how for licensing your intellectual property and dozens of other strategies you will need to protect your intellectual property. Take a strategic approach to protecting your intellectual property so that you can build a household name in the tutoring industry. You can get your copy of Expand Your Tutoring Business Volume 3, The Blueprint for Protecting Your Learning Organization, on Amazon.com or submit your book order at orders at iGlobalEducation.com. the secrets on how to keep it real take some time alone so you can chill it don't take a lot of time to know the deal must be ready to hear the truth for loving you for loving you if you love you you will get the same vibe so go find your tribe love yourself instead of your pride for the love of you you are worth it, you are love, you are value, you, you, for the love of you. Intuition Radio Show with Dr. Elise. While we were on break, I intuitively selected some messages uh, from the Spirit. I received insights. Some numbers came in. But there was a postcard from the Spirit using the Colette Burns Read system that came in as well. Let me share them with you. Dearest Jew, selfless giving is an exiler so sweet. And life-giving and amazing that it should be customary for everyday living. Right now, generosity is being asked of you. Let go of a debt, release an obligation, or do a solid kindness to someone for no other reason than as an exercise of the heart. You will be surprised how quickly a generous heart is repaid. We know it often doesn't happen in the median exchange. So temper your expectations. Know that life has an uncanny way of sending miracles seemingly unrelated to your kindness, yet interconnected in magical ways. The more you act from generosity, the bigger your heart grows, 
and the more love and abundance you will experience. We also know that someone could be entering your life with a generous offer for you. Take it and trust you are worthy and deserving of it. You have to receive, not just give. We love you so much over here. Guys, that's that's a beautiful message. Sometimes we get in the habit, and it could be due to an old belief about, you know, it's better to give than receive. And in reality, there's a a spiritual law of giving and receiving, and that cycle has to be completed, meaning there has to be an equal flow or equal energetic exchange in where there's a giving and a receiving cycle to complete the cycle. So what spirit is just saying is it's okay for you to also receive. A lot of people, you know, have charity in their heart, but sometimes when, you know, unexpectedly people want to give to them, they have a hard time accepting whatever that gift is, whether it's a hug, whether it's, you know, a small token, whether it's money or whatever it may be, but know that it's okay to give and receive. Three numbers came up, which were the numbers 74, which deals with nature, the number two, which deals with patience, and the number 85, which deals with follow your dreams. Guys, as I was in meditation, I did see uh, that for a number of you, pay attention to your second and your third chakra. If you do not know what chakras are, then I highly encourage you to learn more about that, okay? There are seven of them. Your second chakra is your sacral chakra, and the energy of the sacral chakra helps you navigate your lives through emotions and supports our ability to enjoy the sensual world, the sensual, the sensual world. It helps us enjoy the sensual world. So, guys, you know, if you are finding yourself not being able to navigate life uh, due to, you know, your emotions, I mean, we have a lot of different things that's going on in the world right now that may have all of our emotions um, at an all-time high, you know, with uncertainty and all the social injustice and uh, financial matters, just in every area of our lives, you know, our, our pub, the public health situation, the pandemic. Guys, we got a lot that's going on in our world right now, and, you know, it, it, you owe it to yourself to kind of navigate and monitor those emotions, okay? The third chakra is the solar plexus chakra. The energy of the solar plexus chakra helps you realize who you are and what you want to be so that you can set a course towards your goals. So, you know, this is a very important chakra as well. And, you know, if you look around you and you look at some of the things that's going on in our world, it's so important to spend time, use this 
stay-at-home time or this home, this time where we're having a lot of reflection to learn a new skill, to discover who you are and why you're here. This is the perfect time for that. Friendship. The number 22 also comes up, guys, as well as the number three. It just popped up. The energy of friendship, it, it supports our intrinsic desire for connection with others based on mutual affection and appreciation. So, you know, right now we we all need to come together as a collective, okay? We all need to reestablish what it means to be in community, what it means to be a friend. Um, the energy of friendship is coming up. So for a number of you, you may be exploring, you know, what does friendship mean to you? This may be the time where you may actually be doing some self-reflection, some self-discovery, and some of your friendships may change. And that's okay. It doesn't mean that the two of you are no longer it doesn't mean that the two of you have fell out or the group of you have fell out. No, it just means that the energy has changed and now one or more of you are focusing on different goals in your life. Sometimes that happens when there is some type of energetic shift. So, guys, I hope that these messages inspire you and move you further to what it is that you want to do in this world. If you would like to contact me, you can go to our Healing Center's website, www.elisehealingcenter.com, or find us on Facebook at Elise Spiritual Healing and Wellness Center. If you have any questions, then send them to me at askdrelise at gmail.com, and I will answer them via video response on my YouTube channel. Share out this episode to family, friends, colleagues, and coworkers. If you are interested in learning about your life intuitively, then subscribe to my YouTube channel, Arizona Elise, to get your monthly intuitive reading and intuitive career and abundance reading by birth sign. If you are interested in learning about your life from an astrological perspective, then subscribe to my YouTube channel, Astro Elise, to get your monthly historic forecast by birth sign, weekly reading and insight, spiritual knowledge, and so much more. Join us every first and third Wednesdays of the month at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Elise Intuition Radio Show. Have a great week. I'll see you back here next time. Remember, you are loved, you are valued, and you are competent. You've been listening to the Elise Intuition Radio Show, hosted by Dr. Elise Holland. This hit show comes to you live every third Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on Blog Talk Radio. Each show is empowering you to transform your life by connecting with your higher self through intuition, meditation, and mindfulness in all areas of your life. If you've missed any part of this show or want to find out more about Dr. Elise, visit Elise. HealingCenter.com. That's ElisehealingCenter.com.